If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, The Plowcast, where there is a video version of this episode, as well as all of our other videos, like reactions and our shorter content. And if you'd rather continue to listen here on Spotify, then enjoy the episode. Welcome back to The Plowcast. We are here with our review of The Bad Batch, episode 13, Infested, uh, season 1, episode 13, because I believe we are getting a second season, which should be pretty cool. Um... This one will probably be a little bit shorter. Uh, we say that a lot, and then it ends up not being that way. But I feel like this time it really might be shorter. We, it might be true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about our thoughts later on. But first, um, you know, normally we have like an outline for these videos. Like we'll go topic by topic and then break down, you know, sub sections of that. Like we'll talk about the Bad Batch and then, uh, you know, Wrecker did this, Hunter did this. Um I really don't feel like there's enough in this episode to do that. So we just kind of have one big section here, just things from the episode. Um, and while this may not have been everyone's favorite, it also was not our favorite. So, uh, But there were some <laughs> cool, cool things. There were things in it that we didn't hate. Um, yes. So I guess we'll just jump into talking about the episode. Um, probably the most interesting thing from the episode for me anyway was this character of roland uh i th i thought he was actually pretty interesting um i mean I, I it wouldn't be the end of the world if we never see him again i really wouldn't care um but for i don't know it just felt he felt different because um you know normally you have a villain like this who's just like a bad guy and like that's about it um and he pretty much was uh but i f his um kind of his demeanor was a little bit different he was always like calm and he seemed you know like i mean other than when like ruby was missing and he was freaking out the entire mm -hmm. time he was pretty chill about everything um right after he got his one horn cut off he was like yeah this is fine it was it's worth yeah. it so, um but I, I think that was pretty inter uh, interesting and probably the most uh interesting scene i thought was him and omega um you know cuffed up and he was just talking a little bit about his family um, and how I guess it's sort of this idea that his mother being this big crime boss kind of set this precedence for him to follow in her footsteps and also be a crime boss. So yep. um, it seems like he's got more motivation uh, into, you know, taking over territory and, um, you know, growing like a syndicate, I guess. He has more motivation for that other than like monetary gain or, rep or you know, like popularity. It's more to keep up. Uh, with his family to make his family, you know, proud, and I feel like that's that's kind of interesting. Um, I feel like in other episodes where they're just filler like this, you just have a plain regular villain guy, but they added a little bit of depth to him, even if it was for probably just this one episode. Um, but uh, how about you? What do you feel about this new character? I yeah, I enjoyed him as well. My um favorite part about him, I guess, not really about him, but it's just that he's a new character. <laughs> Um, I guess we got over yeah. that hump that we we were addressing earlier on about just returning, returning, returning. Um, and I think uh, I really liked Avi Singh from um, the last couple episodes. Episode ten, I think. Yeah, it was ten, but I think he was also a little bit. But um, I think like he's almost as good. <laughs> like you were saying, he has his own little backstory about his mom and stuff, and uh, we can see. That his family's powerful just by the bodyguards. Um, me and you both were when we first see him. We're like, hey, they're menacing. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, we knew there's something up immediately when we see the bad batch back on 
um, Lord Mantel. So it's like those little things that you kind of piece together his story. Um, we did get kind of more dialogue with him and Omega about, again, him and his mom, which was cool. Um, but just he doesn't have to be anything special. <laughs> he doesn't have to steal the show. A character like this is is perfect. Like, this is what I would have wanted, like, <laughs> back when we were discussing Trace and Rafa and all those. I don't want to get back into it, but I think um, yeah. the Rand right here, it, it's a good way to do it. Roland Durant, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I, I enjoyed him as well. I think he was one of the more or one of the better aspects of the episode. Yeah. I actually forgot his last name until you just, just now said it. Roland Durant. And um, yeah, I looked it Sid up again. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked it up again. Devaronian is the species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I got that wrong in the episode, but uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool design for him too, because now he's only got one horn. He's got a story to tell mm -hmm. about that. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, we also, the, uh, the, the infestation that the title implies or references is, uh, the Erling, um, or the hive. Uh, I guess it's a hive of Erling and that's why they call it the hive. Um, I thought they were pretty, they were, they were okay. They were cool. Um, I, when I saw all the webs and stuff, I half expected it to be like kind of just basic spiders. Um, but no, they were like this sort of bug like flying bug thing um and you know they were they were a lot bigger than i thought when i first saw them they actually also were a lot more like dangerous than i thought because i you think like little you know bugs and like wings and stuff you think oh they're like get out of my way they're just annoying in your face but they were like pretty big um yeah. there was mm -hmm. like a, one there was one or two times where they like a bunch of them flew on to one of the mine carts like dismantled it in like three <sighs> seconds and then it just crumpled into pieces and fell and like right off the track i thought when i saw that that's seems like that were the ones where i was like whoa okay uh when they were attacking those two security guards that were in the other mine card and they were like freaking out and they just like seconds just get torn up um i thought that was a pretty pretty cool showing of their abilities or whatever um but yeah, those. I mean, you're not gonna have much in terms of depth when your when your villain yeah. or your antagonist is like bugs or like some sort of creature. Yeah. Um, but you know, for what it was, I thought these creatures were cool. Yeah, my my favorite part <laughs> was uh, just their animation quality. Um, you know, seeing their guts spill out that green slimy oh. stuff. You, I remember specifically said they looked like gushers. Um, which still freaks me out. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we said it before, I'll say it again, just hats off to the animation team. Um, because when you have like something animated that makes like us freak out and squirm so much, <laughs> yeah. you know you're doing something right. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's just, I get a cool little faceless horde to first, like, these are the antagonists. There's nothing special about them again, but they work. And I think they work well for in the episode. Yeah. Um, it's cool to when they, you know, add more things to the universe. Uh, We've seen already in this series a lot of bringing back old stuff. So you know, um, like we got we had um, Roland, who was a new character. We have these new sort of bug things. I don't I don't believe we've seen them anywhere else, but um, just more more new stuff like that is always cool. Um, but uh, yeah, next up, um, another standout that we kind of already hinted at was the action. Uh, now I don't mean the action like the entire episode, um, and it's definitely not 
great compared to the rest. But there was a couple little scenes where I thought the action was pretty fun. Um, like the the whole minecart battle, like right right when uh, the Batch are leaving leaving the uh, the bar, and then the guards start chasing them in their own minecart. Um, they're trying to keep quiet, and then the guards start shooting. They're shooting back and forth. Uh, Hunter kicks the guys out of their cart and then sends it back into the other one, and it slammed together and knocks all the guys out. That whole scene was really fun. Um, reminded me of, like Indiana Jones, uh, but you know, um, oh, yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. There was some cool. There was definitely some cool moments. Another standout in terms of the action was when uh, Tech, you know, quickly uses the parts that are in their shuttle and whips up this like light pipe bomb thing. Um, just the the visual of that, you know, it, it rolls, it gets stuck on the webs, it's like rolling around, it explodes into just like a beam of light, just from like from the source of this grenade. It was just that was really cool to see. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk about the uh, action <laughs> i was gonna bring up that big light bomb yeah um, another i guess kind of new thing um we haven't really seen uh but yeah um the the minecart was probably my favorite as like it was tense it was cool um and the earlings only added to that and they narrowly escape you know um but then when they go back again and they're getting spice <laughs> and tech whips it up from like leftover parts in their ship yeah. <laughs> which i guess shows tech skill um but yeah that was really cool it made for a good like i feel like a nice star wars scene um something like that like a big explosion something like that it's right. very cinematic very star wars to me so it felt familiar even though it was new which is always like a cool blend when when they do it right yeah um so yeah i mean that's about all we could say on it uh i try to think if there's other you know little actiony bits um we had the little chase with ruby i guess um i like ruby uh, like the, the just a creature that it is, you know, and the animation is fun. Um, and I like I like how another thing I forgot about Roland is I like how he actually like really cared about this pet that he has. Um, and like it shows that he's not just like a heartless guy. So there's there's something in yeah. there. Ruby turns um, out to be, <laughs> and Ruby's <laughs> opinions turn out to be quite uh, important later on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruby really um really added to the depth of the characters. I feel really brought out the best in them. <laughs> um yeah ruby is also a returning character in this show so not you know from anything else it was an episode uh i don't remember it was like four or like one of the earlier earlier ones where they are doing a mission for sid and we cut to them already returning and they have ruby in the cage yeah um, i feel like this would have been like this this episode would have been good to just slap right after that one just like because they had the setup a lot of people might not remember from this far along, but we'll we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the other the other thing here we have Sid. Now, when Sid first appeared, I we both were you know we both liked her. She's an interesting character. Um, you know she she's not really intimidated by the bad batch. You know she's this crime boss or whatever. She owns this bar. Um, I I don't know how you feel, but I feel like she's worn out her welcome. I'm I'm getting a little bit sick and tired of seeing her walk around. Got any goggles? I'm like, okay, please, can we stop? Like, <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> bit over it. Um, I thought she was just gonna be a small character for a part of their story, where this one point where they land on Ord Mantell and they're here for a little while and then they move on. Uh, but she has been a main character basically um for, throughout the entire show. And I'm just, I'm kind of getting a little sick of her. I feel like we had a, we had a good amount of her in the show, and now she's just like basically a part of the team at this point. Like she even comes with them on the mission this time. 
Um, which, you know, I guess yeah. is a nice change because normally she doesn't go with them because she's the one that hires them. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we've, uh, I don't know. Her character just is, has been around for a little, a little too long, or at least in a cu- cu- just a couple too many episodes for me. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. Um, I actually want to go even further. I think this episode in general is pretty stale <laughs> character wise. Yes. Um, I think the we will biggest, talk about. yeah, I, I think, um, Again, we said it before. I think Roland Rand was the biggest <laughs> character development we got. Uh, we'll yeah. hop into it later on. But Sid, um, I feel like just because of it, like episode after episode, where she's like now, like okay, I, I kind of get who Sid is. I don't really need another Sid episode, you know. Um, get what she's about. It's cool to see her in trouble. Like you said, it's cool to see her come actually on the mission this time. I guess that kind of counts <laughs> for development. <laughs> But I was kind of hoping we would have been packed up and gone by now, especially because we're getting very late into the season. Um, but even besides that, even if we had 20 more episodes, still, like, Sid, like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's find someone else. There's a big galaxy out there um, full of very cool people. And Sid, I agree, has kind of, she's kind of like, I don't know, she's stayed in past checkout for yeah. me. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I thought when we first saw her that this was going to be like a pit stop on on their journey. You know, like yeah. oh, they went to Sid's you know, cantina and then they went to so and so place and they were on this moon or this planet or whatever. Um, but no, they've been here pretty much the whole time. And um, like I like I said, I and like we said before, I I like Sid. I like her character. She's um, I don't know. It's it's fun to see a character who really doesn't see the Bad Batch as that much of a threat. She's just like, yeah, you you do what I say, you know. Um, but I feel like it's getting a little too much. Like, if I hear her say goggles one more time, I think I might lose my mind. Because, like, I'm getting sick of it. Like, that, that, a nickname like that, what's funny about it is when it comes up unexpectedly. But she calls them these nicknames in the heat of the battle. Like, she's like, they're they're getting shot at or there's bugs are attacking them. She's like, hey, goggles or hey, muscle. Or it's just kind of, yeah. it's just kind of irking me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that anybody else is feeling that, but that's. Sometimes less is more. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, one small detail that doesn't really fit anywhere, and I in this video that I just wanted to plop right here because I here, I don't know yeah. where else I'm going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> okay. One small thing that I don't think anybody else is really going to care about. Uh, right, right when um, when Sid and Wrecker are going up on the on the hooks while they got the last spice containers, uh, the uh, Sid bumps into a, into one of the carts. And then they all, the, all the all the bugs, the earlings start coming out. Um, one really out of character thing for me, it's really small, nitpicky thing. Um, Hunter, Hunter. Okay, so he looks down, and then he go. He says, "What's going on?" Now, what could possibly be happening other than the bugs you're trying to escape are flying around <laughs> killing your friend? Like Hunter's like the one that's like. You know, he's always, he knows what's going on. He's got his ability to, like, detect things. And he can't, like, take two steps to the edge of the cart, look down and see, holy crap, there's thousands of bugs chasing. He's like, what's happening? What's that noise? What's, I just felt that was really dumb and out of character. I, I did not catch that at all. <laughs> um, like, it's a little gripe. Little means basically that is, nothing. Oh, that my just... goodness, Brad. Like, that's <laughs> comedic. Like, oh. yeah, Hunter's supposed to be the guy. Like, 
perception is his thing. <laughs> yeah. And he and he can't like comprehend what's okay. I missed that <laughs> and no. I I'm gonna rewatch it again and I guarantee oh. I'll pick it up now and that's gonna bother me. Wow. Yeah, he, he said and then what's funny is immediately after that he like walks over and he looks down to see what actually is going on. I'm like, well yeah. what like, why didn't you, he, I, did, I mean, it would make sense if he just immediately knew, like, what was happening and started, like, blasting at them or something. I don't know. Just a little thing like that just, like, it's separates this episode funny. from one where, you know, like, where he takes down the probe droid, where he senses it and he detects it, he jumps up. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, it's just, it's really weird. Um, but, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Enough praising this episode because it's time to talk trash about it. This is my least favorite episode. I... I can't. Like, this is the most filler episode. It's like a mid-pack Clone Wars episode. Um, kind of partly Rebels, actually, which, I mean, it's like a mix of, like, a Season 1 Rebels episode and, like, mid-pack Clone Wars. I just, like, even, you know, at least with the other filler that we've had so far, certain story threads were still, you know, like attached to the main plot they could have been barely by a hair string or whatever but something that was happening had a connection to the main plot you could take this episode out of the show entirely and zero zero would have changed they don't mention crosshair or anything remotely close to the plot that we've been following so far um even at the beginning when uh when they were talking about oh that mission was tough i figured they would have slipped a line in about how something about ryloth and you know Whoa, can't believe we did X on Ryloth. But no, it was something with, like, Gundarks, I think. It was a completely unrelated mission. The The episode is, um... It's... I It's got nothing to do with anything else that happens. And that's not even, like, the biggest problem, I feel, with it. it but, you know, just... The first, just to start off with the fact that, like, it hasn't... It's just... It was just such a momentum killer. You have the last... the la Those two Ryloth episodes which were pretty good together, and, you know, leading up into the story, we had this whole stuff with Hauser and the inhibitor chips, what's up with Order 66, why are the clones turning, Crosshair's, like, feeling emotions, and he's gonna hunt down the Bad Batch, um, Rampart is, like, running things for the Empire, Ryloth might be, you know, revolting or something, because, you know, and then Cham and Aaron, they all escaped, the Bad Batch has gotta go on the run, oh, hey, let's go, let's go get shoot some bugs, guys, like, I just don't understand, it's such a momentum killer, like, we were on such a roll where, like, the rising action up to what was going to happen in the finale at the end of the season, and then you just plop this in there. Like, I, I just do not understand. You could have put this way earlier in the season. It would have been, like, so much less hated. The episode still would have been eh, filler, whatever. But just the place, the where they put it is what angers me the most. And... Even I'm gonna add like salt on the wound right now, cause you know why? <laughs> Most of the times when you have a filler episode like that, where I agree it can just be plopped out and put somewhere else. Most of the time, you can be like, oh, but you know what? Hunter learned this new skill, or Omega, she kind of grew up in a little bit. This episode, I said it before, very very bland. In fact, I did not like Omega at all this episode. <laughs> Boom! I'm saying it. Because, because she's, it, it's, I get she's a good optimistic character. She hasn't been around, enough. she's been around quite a bit so far, but I could see how they could say that, all right, she doesn't know better. She wants to help um, Roland, she wants to help Sid, and she wants, like, the Pikes not to kill him. 
But three separate times, I, I even said two of them. I was like, okay, Omega's going to be like, no, we can't kill her. No, we have to help. She's, like, playing into, like, a goody two-shoes, like, caricature of who Omega is. Like, I get why she would want to help Hera in the last two episodes. Because she's her friend. They met on the ship. showed her, talked to her about flying. Cool. Let's help my friend. Sid? Okay, sure, maybe. But Roland? Because Ruby liked him? That was literally the reason. Literally the reason was because a space lizard thought he was, okay, he's cool. He'll give me belly rub or whatever I, uh, on rewatch it really ticked me yeah. off again because of everything that evan said when you add what i'm saying on top it just oh it makes me yeah. so much more heated i actually didn't oh. even really like think about it like that before but now that you say something like yeah it's a little... <sighs> exactly. I, you know what, but i would have been fine with omega uh wanting to save roland if the reason had to do with their conversation when they were locked up together, or maybe if we had more of that scene, because that was probably my favorite scene, yeah. um, was when the two of them were talking, she was like, gonna reach for the gun, he's like, don't do that, and he's all calm, you know. If we had more time there, and the reason that Omega ended up, you know, helping out Roland was because of what she hears from him while they're, you know, spending time cuffed up together, I would have been all right with it. But when she does this cheeky line, oh, well, Ruby likes him. I, I feel yeah. like it kind of takes away because it prob that probably was why the reason probably was her talking to Roland and hearing about his family. But she never says she doesn't say that. Why wouldn't she say that? She's a very open person. She yep. says what's on her mind. I just feel like, I don't know, that little bit of development was kind of just shoved away for like a one liner about Ruby. And even more than that, this little, I guess, like tiny miniature little arc of Omega convincing the Bad Batch, oh, let's help them out, even though you don't think so. And uh, it turns out it works out in the end. We had that with Hera, Roland, and Sid. So I said in the, in the reaction, all right, let's have Roland maybe turn on her. Maybe she does the good thing. She says, hey, Ruby liked him. And then immediately after she says, oh, you're not safe. I'm going to bring my gang on you. I'm going to hunt you down. And they've made an adversary. But nope. All three times, it works out fine. Omega has the same little mini story where she does the right thing and it ends up fine. I, yeah. I, that's a cool like little memento to do. I thought it worked great with Hera. Again, it probably would have worked great with Roland if they added a little bit more. But when it's boom, 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 back to back, two times in one episode with Sid and Roland, no, like that's too much. It's not cool. It's stale. And then when you pair it with an episode that you could put anywhere in a season, probably put it in Clone Wars, honestly, like, yeah, very, very, ah, it's like you said, momentum killer and just all the little things add up and it just compounds. And <laughs> for me, I think like unequivocally, this is my bottom episode yeah. of the season. We'll yeah. get, again, we say it, we'll get into all the ratings and everything. There's a lot yeah. of nuance between all of them, but I'm very dissatisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and then you have um, like you have uh, it's being filler and it's place wherever it is, blah blah. But then you have even shout uh shout out to uh, Internet Master One on YouTube um who yes. left a comment about how we've already gotten like this arc too. <laughs> we gotten it with the Pikes and them trying to get Spice back. That was literally oh, the four God. episode arc of Clone Wars season seven in the middle. It was literally the Pikes going after people who like didn't get them the spice that they were supposed to get and threatening to like kill them if they didn't get it and chasing them down or whatever <laughs> and that was the plot of this one essentially so yeah. like i 
if you're gonna steal something from Clone Wars season seven, why would you take I was, from the worst arc? Like, I mean, I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't learn their lesson. Um, when everyone, I, maybe not everyone, but the majority of people would rank that arc like the lowest of season seven, easily one of the lowest of Star Wars. So, Internet Master pointed out again. They're doing the same exact thing they did yeah. last time. The arc before the finale of Clone Wars Season 7, everyone disliked. And they chose to do the same kind of, like, events in the arc before the finale of Bad Batch. Oh. Uh, like, I don't know where the logic is. I don't know, like, I, I do know the definition of insanity is do the same thing twice and expect different results. <laughs> so, yeah. I would, maybe this uh. episode's a little insane. But, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too much yeah. into it because I'll literally rant. We ran a, a lot about episode, um, a couple episodes, I forget. Oh, ep- episode yeah, 11. Um, 10. 11, I think. Which one are you talking Both about? Both of them. Uh, the one where it was just how, where you could literally just plop it out. And it oh, I think that have was to belong there. Yeah, that was 11. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the fact that like there's multiple of these, not good. Especially since, again, we're getting ready to go. Like This is a dramatic conclusion. If even if it is a filler episode, again, like have it have like something tie in. Um, episode twelve. This was thirteen. So episode twelve, yeah, like that had crosshair in it. That had Ryloth. Like that had clones defecting against Order sixty six. That's like build up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, it's I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out. I could go on forever, but just yeah. very poor taste in my mouth. What also sucks is like stuff, little stuff like that about them. Oh well, it's the Pikes, and they're you know after Spice again. That what that doesn't matter as much if the episode is good or if like the these other issues aren't there. Like if it was a great episode, um, that was earlier in the seat that was better placed in the season that had a different tone and a different you know story. But if they reused the Pikes and like Spice, I guarantee we wouldn't have said a word about it because it would have been fine. But when you yeah. have all these things on top of each other. It becomes like every little detail becomes something that's just a step up being in terms of being bad, um, which which sucks because then it just compounds on top of it. So it's just a whole landslide of just, wow, this was terrible. Um, yeah. And to be honest, like it wasn't terrible. Like the episode itself, I thought was fine. Like it was fine. Like it's Star Wars, whatever. It was a fun adventure. Yeah. The biggest problem I had with it is is due to the rest of the show. Um, like, I feel like this, this in- has the Bad Batch as the main characters. This episode is more out of place than the one that they only make a cameo in. This episode is, like, less connected than that one, which is yeah. just insane to me. Um, another thing, if we're gonna have episodes like this, w- like, why, why do we have to? Just cut the season, I would have been fine if the season was, like, 10, 11 episodes and they were all really good, instead of 13, where, like, some of them are good, and then there's, like, four that are, like, eh. Because, you know, less, like you said earlier, less is more. Like, if we just had, you know, less episodes where we didn't need to have filler, then, you know, it's, it would be so much better. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's another big thing I have, is the tone. The tone of this show is all over the place. Um, mm. Like, regardless of the placement, you have last episode, or, you know, darker episodes, um, where there's like this stuff with Order 66 and it's deep and the clones don't want to like Hauser doesn't want to work for the Empire because he knows it's wrong when they should be helping free the people of Ryloth. There's deep themes about war and like 
you know, like manipulation and all this sort of stuff. And then we cut to this fun, happy-go-lucky, ooh, let's go on adventure. Oh, God, look out, look out, there's bugs. bugs. Like, regardless of the placement, <laughs> regardless of the quality of the episode, the tone is not the same. You have an episode yeah. where, where Crosshair is leading his platoon into the woods to kill a group of innocent civilians because that was their orders. And then him shooting down his own men when they refuse to do so. And then you have, ooh, fun, let's look at the let's look at the funny little ruby. Let's chase it around Ord Mantel. Look look at the funny Weequay and the other guy. Like yep. the tone is so inconsistent. Like I don't it's it's it feels like it's like two different shows. I don't I don't necessarily understand why that's the route they're going with. That works better in something like Clone Wars which is an anthology about lots of different stories and different characters. This is literally called The Bad Batch, so it's supposed to be their story. And while you could this this episode was a part of their story, it doesn't match with the 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 tone that the other episodes set. It's we're going to back and forth between happy fun Star Wars adventure and like deep talks about, you know, like politics and gov- like just the sort of yeah. thing that we've loved in Clone Wars. I just don't understand flip-flopping back and forth. Like, you could place this episode earlier and make that fine or whatever, but the tone still does not match exactly. everything else. No, I agree. I think the biggest thing is the context. Because if you put this episode the beginning half of the season, I'm fine with that. Even though tonality-wise, it might not work out, that's fine because, again, it's not building up to your big grand finale. That's where we are right now. That's what this episode should have been. Even if it isn't a huge build-up, something at least. When we when we flip flop this back and forth this close to the end, it's it's like the worst way possible. Even with Clone Wars, when we do have a lot of episodes like this, a lot of tone changes, a lot of cool different arcs, um, and although that is an anthology, every time like when we're building up to a finale in Clone Wars, it's that's it, that's the thing we're building up, and it works well. <laughs> Season yeah. seven probably one of the best. Five, six also great. All those finales, mid-season finales, all of them, they have build-up. They are multi-episode arcs. And even if in Bad Batch, you don't want to do it that much, if you, again, you just want to make the last three the big finale, don't give us a happy-go-lucky one the run right before it. Get us yeah. in the mood. <laughs> this is, it's just poor timing, and the tone should not be all over the place this much, this close. Because, honestly, if episode the next episode isn't part of the arc for the finale, then I'm, I might throw my keyboard into my window because <laughs> that's what we need. Not, not anymore. I want, I need that or else I'm going to be very, yeah. very angry. The show um, needs that too. This, to come the back show like needs it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, again, we said all the good thing about this episode because it's a fine episode. This we episode works well not overly what negative. it is. Yes. But the context makes the tone wrong. And it's just, oh, we've said it. <laughs> we've said it enough. It's just not the best spot. Yeah. The tone shouldn't be this off anyway, regardless of where it's placed. Like, it should be consistent throughout the show. This is not Clone Wars. As much as people meme about it or joke about it, it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be something different. It's not supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, like... That's why we've been hyping up the finale, because like you were saying, season seven especially, and season six, five, four, all the finales of Clone Wars have been, and Rebels too, I know you haven't seen any of the finales yet, but the finales of Rebels are pretty good, like they're up, like, the Filoni and his team or whatever in these animated shows, they make finale, they can make a good finale, 
Um, and sure, Clone Wars, you have goofy episodes like, um, like you know, oh, C-3PO and R2 are lost in space, and they're traveling <laughs> to, oh, and then R2 accidentally squashed this this leader. that Oh, they found pit droids running a fake opera or whatever. Yeah. You have that. But imagine if they place that, like, right in between the Ahsoka arc where she gets where she gets framed for murder. Like you have the, yeah. the the temple bombing and then the first one where Ahsoka's a suspect, she gets arrested. Oh, R2 and C3PO. <laughs> okay. Now Ahsoka's on the run. Oh, and now she left it like that. Just, Oh my, like that would be horrible. Yeah. Like you can't. And now obviously it's not that extreme because we weren't necessarily in the middle of the finale arc. We were more leading up to it than being right in it. Um, but still like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, was there no at the start of this? Was there no plan for where, like, what episodes were going to be? Because if I'm looking at like a, a timeline here in pre in like post productions or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, we only have we have this up ep- these two Ryloth episodes, and then the finale is only going to be three episodes or whatever. Oh well, now we have this one extra episode slot here. What do we do with that? Instead of moving everything up so that it lines up nicely and plopping this filler one at the beginning of the season. Oh, let's just slip this in. Let's just, you know, everybody probably needs a break, I guess. I, I don't, it's uh, just, the, the, you could take away whatever you want from the episode. The placement is just, it just does not make sense at all. Yeah. For, honestly, for me, um, if this, this episode absolutely needed to be there, um, like there's no other way, like they didn't want to push others forward, I would prefer just cut it entirely. Yeah, and not even cut it and take the thirty minutes and add it to another episode. Just get away with it. Like, if I don't see this episode, <laughs> and I'm assuming, uh, I'm assuming this finale is still gonna kick ass. Um, it's still gonna be rock star. I, I'm not even that worried about it. So I'm saying, like, just cut this out. I would appreciate it that much better. I have thirty minutes less of Star Wars, and I'm happier. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> and that's the feeling that this episode gives with where it is. Yeah, I mean, like, it just it just irks me. Like, how could somebody look <sighs> at the last two episodes, the build up, and say, "Yeah, this is the perfect spot for a filler episode." We were getting right into the action. We were also hype. Oh my god, what's gonna happen with Hauser? Oh my god, Crosser's hunting everybody down. Oh my god, hey, look at Ruby. Oh, look at these buggies. Woo! Disney in the studio, uh, like, yeah, we just dropped Crosshair development. <laughs> All right, release the Ruby episode. Right, and like like I said earlier, it it would like I would rather the show, the season have less episodes if you're yeah. if yeah. this is what we're gonna get. I feel like probably part of that is Disney mandating a certain amount of episodes, mm. um, which is probably out of their control. I guess um, you know more time and effort is going into these big episodes, which you know, is understandable if you got to put less effort into the the filler episodes because most of your team should be working on the big stuff. Yeah, and probably corporate mandated thirteen or sixteen ep- sixteen episodes, or I believe it is. Mm. But like, why put it here? Put it somewhere else. That's my biggest thing, and that's the main reason it's going to be so. It's going to be the very bottom of my ranked list. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, pain, like it pains to say that to like outright just have a bottom, but it's got like it's got to be this one. Like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a show that has crazy highs and crazy lows because there's already yeah. like this and like two or three other episodes i know are going to be at the bottom um but you know i don't know yeah uh yeah. i didn't coming into this i didn't expect it to be better than clone wars um and i 
and it's honestly regardless the finale could be the most kick-ass thing that ever happens i still put clone wars over this and i i can't say that i'm i would find a lot of people that disagree with that clone wars has its own distinct charm um i feel like episodes like this try to replicate that and honestly for me like I don't want Bad Batch to try to replicate it. I want Bad Batch to be its own thing. Clone Wars is an anthology. It has its own thing going. It's own mojo. It's own charm. And when it gets good, it gets great. Now, even if Bad Batch at its high doesn't reach that greatness, if we just focus in on one good story about the Bad Batch without these filler episodes, I think altogether Bad Batch would rival it. But now yeah. when you're throwing this in, it just throws it off. And like it loses like all the momentum it has going, and it's just uh, again like I I think this finale is gonna be amazing, and if it is like I like you know, I'm still gonna be happy with it. But like you said, I I like Clone Wars for me is <laughs> I haven't seen Rebels yet either. Um, I don't We're think Rebels. It. We'll get to think, it. I don't think Rebels will get up there. But yeah, for me, like TV show wise, it's still Clone Wars. Yeah. Even Mandalorian the live action stuff, it's still yeah. Clone Wars for me. Um, I was hoping Bad Batch would give its own different, unique aspect um, in the Clone Wars style, but it's it's trying too much to be Clone Wars, but not enough. Like, uh, it's, I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, it's yeah. yeah, Clone Wars, Clone Wars number one, bottom line. <laughs> Honestly, over the years, I've, I've um, grown to like Rebels more and more that I've seen it. Like, so depending mm. on how this finale goes, I still might place Rebels over it. But so we'll Ooh. have to see. We'll have to see what happens. We'll um, have to see. We're yeah. done. We're not gonna. We're we're. Yeah. <laughs> it's like forty minutes. Uh, uh, gotta be sure. Had to get um, that off my chest. But yeah. Uh, thanks for watching the four of you who did. Um, who actually? Yeah. You know, this one might get more views because people like uh, watching videos about bad things more than good things. People people like watching like negative video game reviews way more than positive ones. Yeah. You know stuff and, like that. And ladies and gentlemen, this was a stinker. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll hopefully uh, this will lead into um, a three-part finale, or you know, just whatever they got up their sleeves. Um, I, I'm honest. I'm honestly not too optimistic. I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be a two-parter. I don't know. It's possible that we're going to get a two-parter finale, uh, and we'll have another kind of in between episode after this since they've already established that this is like a, a gap period i feel like yeah. we, it's pos very possible that we get another one like it i don't know that it'll be as bad but who knows i'm hoping and praying for a three-part epic yeah. conclusion um to to bring the show back into my good graces um but yeah uh, I, let us know what you thought of this one uh go ahead are you gonna i, I was gonna say I, I will just say before we head out um for me, I'm all in. I'm gung ho these last three episodes. <laughs> um, so, if, like Evan said, we have another gap episode next review, be warned, I might get very upset. Because <laughs> for me, I'm expecting this three part awesome everything. So, but anyway, yep. thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch those reactions, good or oh, bad, yeah. no matter what. Be sure to tune in. Yeah, subscribe so you can see Paul Rage at the show. Yes. Bad. Yes. <laughs> Uh, check out the other reviews, the reaction to this episode and the other episodes. We'll be coming out with a full ranking video at the end of the season, as well as a review for the entire season after the show's over. And we'll jump right back into the Rebel series once this is done. So stick around for that. Thanks for watching or listening.
And we'll see you in a couple days' time for hopefully a much better Bad Batch episode. In a while, crocodiles. Peace out, Girl Scout. Ooh, gosh, that episode. What if any any Girl Scouts out there who uh, were like, whoa, oh my god. Do you think Girl Scouts watch our episodes? I don't know, maybe. Can I get some Dude. Dinamins, please? <laughs> yeah, right.